1: No one would ever go to this what? many sex-sounding gay bars. <laughs> Down the spiral staircase?
0: With a huh? dancing monkey? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Did you buy dog Viagra? Joey, it was nice catching up with you. Okay. Go to hell, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. And hello to everybody listening. My name's Mike, that's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We've been friends for over a decade. Did I say that weird? We have like, yeah. been friends for over a decade, and each week we would we just call one another and we catch up.
1: I think you're still drunk from Thanksgiving.
0: And sometimes Joe does a funny intro bit, and sometimes, no. and most of the times he doesn't. That really makes me sad, <coughs> sad that you don't put any effort into the beginning anymore. Well, because you were telling me it was horrible. I never once said that. Mm. Um, Hey, Joe. Hello. This is we the have first literally time... Yeah, go ahead. I think we were about to say the same same thing. We have literally not talked to one another in a week. And
1: yeah, because you probably haven't really been at work much, and that's usually when we text each other a message. But also, I kind of like not doing the mini episode. Is that sad?
0: We don't have to do it. I guess not, but maybe we I don't, don't have to do it every week. Maybe we should I like, like when, once
1: a month or every other week or something.
0: When our schedule works, though, I like doing the live episodes. I think it's fun.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: Why are we talking about this right now? So okay. um, it was Thanksgiving. Did you have a good Thanksgiving?
1: I had a decent Thanksgiving. What about you?
0: Yeah, it was kind of mellow and uneventful. I don't um, like
1: Thanksgiving. That's the thing.
0: Do you end up cooking a lot? Is that why? No,
1: I, mean, I made the turkey, but that was it. No, I just don't like Thanksgiving food.
0: Oh. I just don't like See, it. I love it. I love it. Eating, I love all Thanksgiving food, stuffing and mashed potatoes and carbs and carbs. You like put carbs on top of your carbs.
1: I would love it like a Thanksgiving dinner of a meal I don't usually have, you know? Mm. Like a prime rib you or You know something. how I'm always having a giant turkey dinner and stuffing? <laughs> Every day, that's all I have.
0: I always cook up these 10-pound birds. Yeah. <laughs> Which,
1: a lot. I don't know if you know anyone like this, but a lot of people I know make too much food i mean we made too much food and there were people i know who went over the top
0: yeah we don't make way too much i mean there's always tons of leftovers but it's not like i know what you're talking about people that like make two turkeys for like six people or Um, something yes i know someone who did that yeah that's ridiculous ridiculous and unless you have like multiple ovens you're this is way too much work coordinating just like just enough food is already difficult on a single oven.
1: Oh, so did you get did you get a chance to do any fun things while you were in Phoenix?
0: You know what? I had the most mellow time. So I brought my laptop so I could get some work done while I was there. Because there was a there's a few art art project type things that are due at the very beginning of this coming week. So I thought I'm gonna get some work done while it's like mellow. Uh, I forgot my power adapter, and nobody at my parents' house has a Mac. So Ugh. I. Basically, was shit out of luck because my battery was just dead, so it was like forced vacation. But it was kind of nice. Like I, I kept up on um, email with my iPhone, but other than that, I just kind of mellowed out. Um, there was one, um, one event that I was, I don't know if event's the right word. So Saturday for dinner, we were gonna go to uh this like food truck event that happens near my parents' house in Gilbert, Arizona. Um, and I was kind of looking forward to it. It's uh, um, It was like the one thing that we were going to do outside of the home the entire five days I was there. And before we go, my mom's like, I'm not feeling so good. Um, by the way, for lunch, she ate um, uh, caramel popcorn and half of a peach pie.
1: Mm-hmm. That's usually what I eat when I don't feel well.
0: Yeah. And she's like, I don't feel so good. And we're like, mm, I wonder why. Like, <laughs> But anyway, uh, we finally talk her into go. Uh, and we're driving there and my dad's truck suddenly, uh, stops, just breaks down. Uh huh. So we call, so we went, we were going in separate cars, long story. And, uh, my dad calls my sister and he was like, Hey, uh, my car is not working. Right. So we're going to head back to the house. And my sister's like, well, mom doesn't feel good anyway. So we'll just call it off. So like the one thing that we, that I was like planning on doing and wanting to do, didn't happen outside of the house so
1: uh so what goes on because your parents live outside of phoenix they don't live in phoenix they proper. live
0: way outside of phoenix they live past queen creek in an like an unincorporated part of maricopa county called uh or maybe it's pinnell county uh called santan valley and what is there to
1: do there like yeah there's a walmart okay there is a walmart okay we got that that's it that really there's no movie theater
0: there no, uh-uh. I mean the closest movie theater is probably twenty to thirty minutes away. There's just nothing to do out there. Uh, but I mean, I had a good time. It was relaxing to not do anything. It was nice to just hang out with my parents. My mom had her knee replaced uh, just over, just about a month ago. So she's kind of like uh, doing with that. I went to physical therapy with her one day. Wow, this sounds of, like the
1: funnest vacation. You
0: know. <laughs> it was mellow. It was like relaxing to. Do nothing. You know? Did you
1: watch any movies?
0: Yeah, we watched Lincoln. Oh, yeah. And Hangover 3. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, so, a movie that came out a me, year Joey. ago. <laughs> don't make fun of me. We watched um, the
1: Descendants yeah. and Life of Pi.
0: <laughs> Stop it. What about you? What's been going on with you?
1: I'm telling you, I'm finally better now, but it has been the past couple of weeks just me being sick. So on Monday, my brother says to me, he goes, "Uh, hey, you want to go to lunch? And I go, "Uh, sure. And we go to lunch. We go have this delicious Vietnamese food. And afterwards, I go like, wow, I'm really, really full. I just felt super full. And then that night, hours later, I hang out with um, um, Sausalito resident Adam Vaught. And Oakland resident Shane Durkin, cool. And they go we, we go to get something to eat. And I'm like, you know, guys, I'm still full from lunch. Like, it wasn't that big of a lunch, but I'm still full. I and I had that like really like super full feeling, right?
0: Okay.
1: So then I go home after that, and I go to bed, right? Mm-hmm. Cut to next day. I'm uh feeling like really gross. And my stomach feels really like, as they call it on the bottle, sour. <laughs> sour stomach. Uh
0: huh.
1: And I go, I have to go to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom and very not cute things were going on in that bathroom. Okay. Not cute. I'm not, uh, it was horrible, right? And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh no, I have some sort of stomach bug, right? Well, here's the thing. I had a student to meet with. Mm-hmm. And it was my first time meeting with this student okay and I had been warned that this student was um, that the student's cool, but that the, that the father was crazy, okay uh, they were an Asian family and can I please tell you that the kid told me that the dad has an addiction to porn? and what? yeah, and that um, he, he hinted that the dad might have links to the Chinese mafia, right <laughs> So, I already know this going in, right? And this is my first oh my time God. I'm going to meet with him. And I go, I, I can't. I'm going to get the kid sick. And I don't know if I can sit. It was going to be a two hour session. I don't know if I could sit through a two hour session. Like my stomach is gurgling.
0: Yeah. Joe, wait. Connections to the mafia, if you don't get the score you promise or something, you're like going to have your knees, your kneecaps knocked out. Or I know.
1: Something. I know. So, I call, I text the dad and I say, hey, listen. Here's a situation. I go. I I think I've come down with some sort of stomach flu. I don't want to get your kids sick, and I'm not feeling good. And the dad writes back. Um, no, I think you should still come. We already have it scheduled.
0: And I'm like, okay. Fuck.
1: So I'm like, so I go right. Okay. I, I'm, you know, I might have well because Thanksgiving. I go. I just want to get it over with. I don't want to deal with this later. I'll just was it on Thanksgiving Day? No, no, no. Oh, they wanted to meet Thanksgiving Day, and I was like, no. It's Thanksgiving, and they're like, "Oh, you do that?" And I go, "Yes." So I go over there. Right, the dad answers uh, to "Oh, Joe, you know, the, you know, I, I sick like you, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm sick like you too." And I was like, oh, "Okay." And he goes, "Oh, come in, come in, come in, come in." Has me sit down at the table. The kid doesn't come downstairs for like mm, ten to fifteen minutes. I'm just sitting there. So finally, the kid comes down. Right. I look at his SAT scores from the last real SAT. He has a 790 in the writing. That's out of 800. <laughs> he has a 730 in the math. <laughs> and a 670 in the reading.
0: Okay, well, there's something to work yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And the dad goes, oh, his reading's horrible. Which meanwhile, I'm like, all my white kids in Newport Beach would literally kill their parents for that. <laughs> So anyway, my favorite part is he goes to a very, um, the kid goes to a very, very competitive high school. Okay. So I'm looking at the SAT score and it says, you know, 730 math. Uh, This is better than 96% of the kids in the country and better than like 95% of the kids in your state. And then it goes, your school, 82%. percent like, what? <laughs> He's in the 82nd percentile at his school with a 730 on the math? that dummy kid over there anyway
0: (laughs) what a difficult like oh my god i would just hate to have that student yeah like you i think you even use this analogy a lot like it's similar to like cleaning your house so if your house is like really dirty you can make a lot of progress in an hour of cleaning it but if your house is like already sparkling clean you have to do all the shit you don't want to do. You have to, like, clean oh, the blinds. Oh, yeah, I don't know that and analogy, you have to, but like
1: you're right. That's exactly what it is. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. I actually kind of like it, though, because those kids will actually do what you tell them to, to do, though, which makes it easier. Sure. So anyway, and usually just have to, like, fix a couple of things. Anyway, this kid, he needed help with the essay, so I'm like, okay, well, well, what kind of things do you like to do? And he goes, I only go on crack.com. That's the only thing I do. What's that? Crack.com. It's some dumb website where they kind of, like... Listicles, nothing but listicles
0: Oh, cracked Yeah, cracked.com yeah. Anyway, I do know that
1: So we're writing the essay, we're learning the essay And I go, hey, do you have any like uh, loose leaf paper? And he goes, yeah, 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 in my room, I'll go get it He runs up the stairs Clearly the parents have been in the other room listening to me talk mm-hmm. So as soon as he runs up the stairs The dad waltzes in He goes, oh, so you sick, huh? And I go, yeah I'm not feeling too good He goes, yeah, you, I I sick too. You know, when you, you text me, I, I, when you text me, I'm on the toilet, shitting my brains out. What? And I go, oh, he goes, yeah, I've been sick for two days, all day yesterday, shitting my brains out all day. And this morning, (laughs) shitting my brains out. And I was like, oh,
0: why does he sound like an East LA gangster? (laughs) I don't know, because he has ties to the Chinese mafia.
1: And then I'm like, oh, okay. And then the kid comes back downstairs, right? And then we start working and all of a sudden I just hear the dad go to the bathroom and then I hear, No and then it's just like, you know, like just like no. stuff hitting no. the toilet. It was gross. And I was just, which is not making my stomach feel better. We were, we were seconds away um, from full disaster at that house the whole time. I left that house <laughs> sweating bullets. I do not know how I made it through. I was su- <laughs> sipping water the whole time.
0: Did you have to use the restroom at all when you No, were there? luckily okay. I had
1: a very stable situation while I was there. My brain.
0: Oh my god! Imagine if you did, <sighs> and the seat was still warm. Oh from him. god! He goes, oh yeah, he's he's sitting next to me. <laughs> and he
1: goes, I'm shooting my brains out too. Look, the two of us shooting our brains out.
0: <laughs> so, that's horrible. Yeah. Hey, so a week ago, just after we re- finished recording, actually. um, I was downstairs washing a glass in the in the sink and somehow, I don't know exactly what I did, but um, from the way I was like pulling with the sponge and pushing with my hand, something weird happened and the glass shattered in my hand and I got like a few cuts. One of them on my thumb though is like, the all the cuts are really small. The one on my thumb looks small, but it's so deep Ew. and it was bleeding so much, Joey, like Everywhere, my whole kitchen had blood in it, and my heart was pounding. Before I even could see the size of the the cut, it felt like my thumb, like a chunk of my thumb was missing, because my whole thumb went numb. And then, um, my I was like holding a towel on it, and I could like feel my heartbeat in my thumb, and I was freaking out. I was all alone. I was like, Wait, what wait, wait, wait! Do?
1: Isn't that a song? What? Like that song by Tiffany. Remember that that singer Tiffany from the eighties. She can feel
0: her heartbeat in her thumb.
1: No, but she's like,
0: oh, "What's that song?"
1: Like, oh, this is killing me." Okay, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Go ahead. You can- and so <laughs> I basically, um, I don't even know exactly what. I there might be glass in my thumb still. Oh really? My, it's been a week and my thumb is still numb. Is that weird? Have you gone to see a doctor? Not yet. It's it's getting it's weird because it, it is getting better every day. So I'm. just... Oh. Uh, I don't know. What'd you
1: do? I I found out the song.
0: <laughs> what is it?
1: I think we're alone now. Doesn't seem to be anyone around. I think we're alone now. The. Something, something, that uh, is is the oh the the beating of our heart is the only sound. Wait, I don't know how
0: it goes. What does that have to do with my thumb and the how I can feel my heartbeat in my thumb?
1: I don't know. It just reminded me of that. Do you ever go to malls uh,
0: and perform for people? All the time? Oh. Yeah. And my song is like best known for playing at a uh, uh, roller skating rinks. Oh, that was yeah. her songs
1: would be actually. That's really I good. I know. Oh, okay. So anyway okay so then did you' didn't, you didn't go see a doctor or anything like that
0: no not yet and i might and i might not i don't know um we'll see how it feels tomorrow um, because
1: i so- when i was about maybe 14 i accidentally snipped off the top of my thumb with um a pair of scissors okay and i went to the emergency room and my my finger my thumb would not stop bleeding and um they had to cauterize it With, like, metal or something. I don't know what they did. Right? And I remember the doctor was, like, came in. He was, like, from the south or something. He was, like, what you got here? What happened? And I go, oh, I was playing with some scissors. He goes, looks like the scissors won. (laughs) Oh, God, I hated that man at that moment. (laughs) He goes, it's going to hurt. And it was maybe the worst pain I ever felt my entire life.
0: Ugh. So my bleeding stopped and everything. It's just numb. Hopefully, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um. What else with you? Anything other? Any other stories that you want to tell? Well,
1: also last Tuesday, I had to go see Tom and Terry.
0: Yay! I'm so excited to hear about this.
1: I I was I was shading my brains out, man, all day.
0: Oh no! Wait, you went though.
1: I went. This I God, I God. If it wasn't Tom and Terry, man, I would have canceled. But right. I was like, they're all the way out from Chicago. Ugh. Right.
0: Yeah. If I mean, stop for a second. Anybody listening that might not know um tom specifically is a huge podcast listener um he's a fan of this show i know he listens he listens to my other show what's i'm call lies available at what's i'm call lies dot com and um he tweeted at us right is that how we how you arranged all this or did he email you
1: no i think it came up over on the um he won catching up with catching up
0: oh yeah 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 and he said that he was come he goes to LA around Thanksgiving every year and he would love to go to the Magic Castle.
1: Yeah. And he brought his partner Terry. And so we were texting all day about the the um details. Luckily, actually the really, really gross part uh passed by the afternoon. So <laughs> literally. I literally Yeah, I was in stable condition, but I was very, very nervous, you know. Okay.
0: And I saw on a tweet that your cousin Richard went as well. Yes,
1: I have this cousin. He's gay, and he's a week younger than I am, and his name is Richard, and he came along with me. And in fact, that's funny is I needed to pick him up on the way. We, I meet, agreed to meet Terry at 7, mm-hmm. and Richard lives halfway between me and the Magic Castle. Not even halfway, more oh. than halfway between me and the Magic Castle. And so I pick up Richard at 6. I'm early. And I'm thinking that we're gonna oh you know, it's early. We'll shoot the shit a little bit at the and then go over to the Magic Castle because we're so early. And Tom's gonna be there at seven, right? Um I pick up Richard and we I'm like, okay, well, we'll just go to the Magic Castle and have a drink first. And then Tom Tom will get there, Tom and Terry. Yeah. The worst traffic I've ever been in my entire life. Oh no. Are then you guys late? Tom gets there early?
0: Oh no. So like at six forty, he's like, We're here. Right now. Ooh, here's the and thing. And you guys are like an hour away.
1: Here's the thing. It's the Magic Castle, which is a private club.
0: So he can't even go in. He can't
1: get in. He has to sit outside and wait for me.
0: And like, that sucks.
1: I'm like, oh we're gonna So we take side streets and we're only like we get there like at seven ten. right? But he's been standing outside for like half an hour. They were totally pleasant though, they were totally fine. Everything was great. Um but what's funny is so The way the Magic Castle works is it's a private club. So, you know, one of the perks is that I get to take guests to the Magic Castle. Okay. I can also hand out these uh, invites, uh, these passes, these Magic Castle passes. And what the Magic Castle pass does is it forces um, the person who has the pass to, uh, if they want to go to the Magic Castle, they can bring some friends, but they have to pay a cover. Mm -hmm. And each person has to buy dinner. And the dinner's kind of pricey, and it's mediocre at best. Okay? Okay. So one of the perks, though, is if you go with a member, if you're my guest and you're with me, you don't have to buy dinner. You don't have to pay a cover. You don't have to do anything. You're my guest. So we just assumed Richard and I, we we weren't going to eat dinner. And I I wasn't hungry because I'd been sick all day, and I I think Richard even ate a little bit before we went. Tom and Terry were like, we're starving. Let's eat here. And the dinner's really expensive. Uh. So we were able to squeeze in a dinner reservation Mm -hmm. and Tom picked up the bill. He's like, guys, I'm picking up dinner. It's on me.
0: Oh, how nice. Which is
1: super generous, but here's the thing. This is where I felt so badly is I was looking at the menu and it's the thing at the Magic Castle. Every single person at the table has to order an entree.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I'm like, oh, fuck. What can I eat, right? Yeah. So the only thing I could remotely eat was, like, one of the most expensive dishes on the menu.
0: Oh, no. Which
1: what I... What was it? The prime rib. Because everything uh. else was, like, um, uh, this is draped in butter, and then uh. Uh, with a pound of cream in here, some cheese. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I can't have any of that shit, right? Yeah. So the, the prime rib was just a prime rib with some, like...
0: Basically, did Tom say he was going to pick up the bill before you ordered? Yeah, 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 yeah. Before I ordered, <laughs> what a dick you are! No,
1: well, luckily, I am so lucky that Tom ordered first and he ordered before me.
0: And he got the primary,
1: he got the same exact thing. Oh, good. So it wasn't that bad, but I felt badly the whole time. But they, I only picked it because that was the only thing on the menu. I was like, that's the only thing I can eat that I'm not going to like. Explode. Tom and Terry
0: are wonderful, right?
1: Yeah, they're did amazing. You, we might do did, we, we might make this an annual thing.
0: That'd be awesome. Did you guys get into like their story of how they met and all of that? That was the most fascinating part of hanging oh, out. Oh no, with them. I don't when think I we saw... talked about that at all. Oh, it was so good. Next year. Yeah, next year. No, we
1: It was weird the way it worked is we, we actually I also felt badly they didn't see a lot of magic. They saw some magic, but we just hung out and talked most of the time. And um, Richard, they like that though. Yeah, Richard talked a lot to Tom, and I spoke a lot to Terry. It was then. Then at the end, we all kind of talked. And at dinner, we were all talking together. They're super funny. They have a really funny uh, uh, chemistry. But no, they're okay. super, super cool. And I may go to Chicago and visit them.
0: That'd be cool. Chicago's really nice. But then
1: they kept going on about how much they like what some would call lies. <laughs>
0: What's com?
1: And Richard was like, oh, I don't know that. And then Tom was going like, oh, I like that show. And I was like, oh, God. Someone call lies.
0: <laughs> uh, speaking of magic, Joe, the first night I get into Phoenix and we're kind of hanging out. My dad is going through this thing where he's moving from, like, satellite to cable or cable to sa- one or the other. I don't know. They're moving. So he has to get everything off of his DVR. And he has, like, stuff that's been saved. Like, he has, I don't know, 30 episodes of, like, um, Leave it to Beaver or something that he, like, can't get rid of. Um, But he also had the David Blaine special that happened recently. Which my
1: parents strangely watched,
0: too. And they were like, why can't you do magic like that? My mom thinks that he is, like, either God or the devil, one or the other. She's like, oh, my God. She's like she thinks it's amazing some of the stuff he does and she's like certain that he has like i don't know animatronics or like robots doing his stuff she thinks it's like the most complicated thing ever and i was curious what your opinion of was uh, opinion is of david Blaine uh i actually
1: like I haven't seen this special but I think he got back to doing magic tricks, right? I don't think he's doing all yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I live underwater for a year no, or no, no, something like no. that, right?
0: He there were a couple of weird things but a lot of it was just like close up. Okay. He, car I know I actually like a lot of him.
1: David Blaine's close up magic tricks. Um he's a very talented close up magician. And so I'm glad to see him doing magic.
0: He did a thing where um basically he goes to celebrities homes and he does close up magic for them. So it was kind of interesting, I don't know, to see like Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. Did he make yeah, Will Smith straight?
1: <laughs> did he make him straight in the in the episode? Like, I'm gonna make you straight. Yep. Oh, my dad uh, I know. My dad watched the episode and he was like, I did, I did he went to Harrison Ford and Harrison Ford was like, get out of my house.
0: Yeah, that was my dad's favorite part too. <laughs> my dad my dad's like rewinding it. Oh, my dad like... loved
1: that He was telling people about it all week. <laughs> We'd go places, you know, in Thanksgiving, he'd be like and then and then David Blaine did a, a magic trick for Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford was like, "God of my eyes!"
0: <laughs> I swear to God, my dad loved that part too. That's Do so you know
1: funny. what? Old men just love old, Their old men just like giving it to the young guy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so funny. But yeah, my mom basically all weekend was talking about how she she had new like ideas of how David Blaine was doing these Interesting.
1: things. Interesting. That I'll have to check it out.
0: Oh, you should. What's going on in L.A.? Are there any news stories you want to talk about?
1: Well, as has been all over the news, and I'm pretty... I'm not broken up about this, but Paul Walker died.
0: Yeah. That's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. It's... uh, Did you... Were you, like, a fan beforehand?
1: No, I wasn't a huge fan. Um, He... uh, I do think he was very attractive.
0: Oh, of course. Yeah, no, that's undisputed. Well, anytime time a hot
1: person dies, it's always sad. <laughs> Ugly people can die all day. I don't give a shit.
0: Well, it's hot and also, like, young and healthy. Like, there was nothing unhealthy about the guy.
1: Right? Yeah, no, no, no. There wasn't unhealthy. He actually seemed like a decent enough down-to-earth guy, too. I don't have a problem with him. You know, he didn't seem super douchey.
0: Driving? Was he driving recklessly? No, he wasn't Do driving. He was a
1: passenger. And oh. he, he went with some guy who had this Porsche. They went to actually... They, went, they actually went for a good cause. They were in Valencia, California, which is kind of like, whoa, 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 sorry. Uh, they went to Valencia, California, which is kind of like in the valley, you mm-hmm. know, and they were there for a toy drive to help uh, the Philippine Typhoon uh, relief effort, oh, and he was cool. making an appearance, and so they showed, his. he and his friend showed up in this car, and then they went afterwards, they went like. To a bar. And then they went driving around all high speed, you know, uh, in this industrial area. Sure. And I'm I'm sure their friend was like, I got Paul Walker here from Fast and the Furious. Let me show you what my Porsche can do. And you know Paul Walker's like, it's okay, man. I I get it. And he's like, no, no, let me show you. And then like, now he's dead.
0: That's horrible.
1: Which is really sad because I just saw today, too, that they're going to have to use dental records to identify Paul Walker. Why? Because his body's so burned
0: up. Oh. That sucks. Um, So here's here's my question to you. Yeah.
1: This is a really sad story and it's heartbreaking and it's really sad. But if you were like a first responder and you knew it was Paul Walker and you knew that he was hot and you're gay to you, it's Mike Lawson. Would you still like check out his junk or anything like that?
0: He's obviously burnt up. Like, I don't think I could see his junk. But I would not. No, I would not go out of my way to look at anybody. Well, do you think even his junk was super burned up? I don't know. But even if it was not, let's say it wasn't there. He didn't catch fire. It was just an accident of okay. some sort. Okay. I would. I still wouldn't. Would you, you wouldn't
1: be like. I have Paul Walker here right in front of me.
0: I dead could check Paul out Walker.
1: Dead Paul Walker.
0: Nope. Paul
1: not walking. I. That's a horrible joke. Yeah. I'm gonna check out his junk. Nope. Would you? No. That's horrible. Offensive. No. I'm just asking. I'm just posing the question. I'm just putting it out there. I put these scenarios out there, and I want to see what your thoughts are when this happens.
0: No, I would not. Um, And that leads me to my next story. Oh. Uh, In San Leandro, uh, during a Black Friday sale at Walmart, five people were arrested um, do you, which kind of, I mean, I want to talk about Black Friday and see your, what your thoughts are about all of this. But the five people arrested at Black Friday were arrested for civil disobedience because there were a hundred or so people protesting in front of this Walmart and at one point briefly blocking the busy street outside the wall, Walmart so people couldn't get in. Mm hmm. And I'm curious what your thoughts are, first of all, on Black Friday sales and, like, the hysteria that goes along with that. Sure. But I also want to know what you think about people protesting at Walmarts.
1: Okay. One. What was the first question? Oh, what do I think of Black Friday? Yeah. I think Black Friday is stupid. I don't know why anyone would ever go to these stores on Black Friday. What, like, basically what I'm saying is I'm a huge fan of Amazon. What are they going to get? Right. That you can't get on Amazon. One. Two, like, maybe I'm just at a certain age, but what what is it there that I want that's worth standing in line for? A shitty TV? Towels? The reason I say towels, no, the reason I say towels was there was a viral video of these women getting this huge, like, pulling hair fight, and the men were punching each other, and it was over towels. (laughs) It wasn't over like a TV or a washer and dryer. It was over towels right? at a Walmart. And so I'm like, who wants that shit so badly that they're, that they're killing each other for towels?
0: There's this BlackFridayDeathCount.com. Have you been keeping up with that? No. Or have you seen it? It's basically a website that compiles people that, are, that have died or have been injured um, in Black Friday-related incidents. So the total at this point is seven deaths and nine injuries. This year? Um, No, no, no. Oh. Um, Reaching back to 2006. Um, But it goes basically, um, I mean, there are things that you know about, like people getting trampled in Black Friday, Walmart rushes. Or this year, uh, there was a car full of teens that was returning home from a Black Friday shopping um event and they were out all night like literally all night and the driver fell asleep at the wheel and was killed in the wreck and four other people were were injured so it's not just at the store but it's all and some of them are like maybe couldn't be black friday related it's hard to say like a shooting that happened at a walmart during a black friday thing where like a there was like a drive-by so I don't know if that's necessarily Black Friday related but Blackfridaydeathcount.com
1: Yeah, it's I don't nice. get this Black Friday business and also like if you're if you're like really do- I mean you're doing this for Christmas.
0: <laughs> that's true and actually something that I mean I've lost sight of like I feel there I will pay extra to not have to deal with this th- kind of thing. Yeah. If like if this was if you can only get normal prices during this time but then next week you have to pay extra, I will pay extra and go next week. Yeah,
1: Amazon prices are really good. They have yes. their own Black Friday deals and you're telling me, "Oh, I don't have to stay in line for 4 hours and I don't have to do XYZ
0: at to find parking." I don't It do... comes to me. Comes... They will deliver yes. it to me. Yeah, or even better, I will have it delivered to the place where I'm going to celebrate Christmas. And you're
1: like, well, but, but Walmart, Walmart, but don't, doesn't Walmart have a website? Couldn't you get most of those deals on their website?
0: I don't know about the deals, but yeah, they do sell stuff online. It's ridiculous. and You know what's um, so funny
1: is I've had conversations with Jewish friends, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why don't you guys just celebrate Christmas? And they're like, oh, it's the religious holiday and Jesus. And I'm like, I'm telling you right now, please trust me on this. Very few people are thinking about Jesus at Christmas.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm an atheist, and I celebrate Christmas. It's not a religious holiday to me. It's a cultural holiday, you know.
1: Yeah, Nicole from Greetings from Nowhere, the podcast. Uh huh. She celebrates it for Jesus.
0: My mom. Yeah.
1: You're, so same two same. people
0: <laughs> in the world two, in the world <laughs> celebrated for Jesus. Yeah, but you're right. Like the Black Pope, Friday. Maybe black friday like jesus has nothing to do with this no nobody's no. buying things they're like oh i have to prove my love for my family or something with gifts because i got this gift TVs. for yeah
1: for cheap it's right. so dumb
0: what else in la well, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't answer part two. Oh, it's part two um
1: oh, wh- the protesting about... yeah i'll tell you yeah they have a right to protest and I think I feel like this civil disobedience is a calculated move on their part, a smart one, so that people see Walmart locking up people. They did something similar over here in Ontario, California, and a guy dressed up as Santa Claus
0: mm-hmm.
1: and had to protest their labor practices, and he would look really sad. So basically on the news, there's a picture of Walmart having Santa arrested, you know. And sure. so, yeah, I, I'm totally a fan of using civil disobedience. Um,
0: More than half of the people arrested at this San Leandro protest were former employees of Walmart. One lady specifically was fired from Walmart uh, last summer after she was talking about organizing, um, which is a big, big deal um, when it comes to Walmart. They try really hard to make sure none of their employees can organize. So um, I think that that has a lot to do with this as well. So um, These people, their message is not that they're boycotting Walmart. The message is more that they're about the workers, right? So they're trying to make sure that these people get paid more than the minimum wage and that the the workers have the ability to speak freely about what they need and want as well.
1: Now, speaking of um, civil disobedience, do you know what the Tet Festival is, Mike? Yeah, totally, in Garden Grove. Well, this one's in Westminster. Oh, no, Westminster. Yeah, yes? yeah, yeah, Westminster. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, t- uh, explain what the Tet Festival is. Um. So I used to work for the Garden Grove Journal, so I should totally know this because I've certainly written stories about it. I can
1: explain to you if you don't.
0: Yeah, Go ahead. Go for it.
1: It's a celebration. Uh, it's the Vietnamese celebration of the Lunar New Year.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Totally.
1: Huge deal. It's a big deal in the Vietnamese community. And historically, it's been host – it's been um, run and sponsored by the city of Westminster. Yes. But because of budget cuts, they – last year, they had – the city couldn't run it. So they gave it up to a private organization called the Vietnamese American Federation of Southern California. Okay? Okay. Okay who I guess is kind of on the conservative side. So up to that point, gay Vietnamese Americans were allowed to, or gay Vietnamese people were allowed to march in the parade. This organization put a stop to that last year, and they banned gay people from marching in the Tet Festival Parade. So this guy named, I don't know if I'm saying his first name right, but Hien Nguyen,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, he, he's gay, and he decided to organize some sort of... Um, He's been working the government to try and either get the parade taken away from these people, but it's not going to happen. So these peop- the, this organization is going to run the uh, festival again this year. But they've been using uh, their power to get uh, sponsors to pull it, for, to pull sponsorship from the event, which they've worked on some cases. They've gotten the city council politicians to maybe come out against it publicly and they've gotten the support of like glad and they've gotten the support of like some other organization too who are helping them and so the the only thing they haven't been able to do is get like the city of westminster to to stop the parade or do something really drastic about it because the what the city of westminster says is well they have the first amendment right it's a private event to ban who they want and to to, to do what they want with their parade so what one of the things Hien Win is thinking doing is holding um an alternate parade thirty minutes before or thirty minutes after. So they can basically kind of march in the parade themselves. My question to you is this. Would you ever march in a parade?
0: <laughs> um, I just to point out, last year's Tet Festival Parade. Um, there were, I mean, this, this is a controversy that's been happening for a while. Some say that the city pulled, uh, or passed over the, the, the public responsibilities to this private organization so that the private organization could then discriminate. Um, cause the Vietnamese uh, community is very conservative. Um, and so they, there's kind of this like anti-gay thing that's been happening, but the public entity couldn't um, couldn't discriminate in the same way that this private entity could. Um, there was uh last year's parade, same drama, the, um, Jose Solario, who's a, an assemblyman from Santa Ana was in the parade. And he, he was, um, I want to say he was like grand marshal, but I could be wrong, but he was in the parade and he actually, um, uh, during the parade stepped out of the parade and stood with the pro the lgbt protesters alongside the parade route and it kind of made big news because of that so i think the eyes are on the on the city and the Tet festival as as it happens um there's just always been drama around this festival though like i feel like when i was writing for a paper in the area i remember right i've written about just stupid drama about like back and forths with like other groups. I feel like there the there are a lot of people in that community that just want to fight and get what they want out of I don't know.
1: I feel there's always drama around parades because here's the thing, here's the problem is there's nothing that gays love more than parades.
0: Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and pa- and pageantry uh-huh. And the one, they're like, we're going to have a parade, which a parade in and of itself is already gay. Just stop right there. A parade is just gay, okay? Mm-hmm. And then gays love parades. And then they're saying like, oh, you can't be in our parade, you know? That's like telling Patti Lapone, I'm going to have a musical and you can't be in it.
0: <laughs> sure. Um, I, I can't, I'm not really in a position to like start searching, but I know that, um, I've read about it recently on the liberal com about a
1: website you founded.
0: Yeah. A website I found in orange County. I know that they've written about it, but
1: you know, what's funny is what they should do is they should have the parade on a weekday. Then all of the Vietnamese teachers will call in sick. And there'll be no one left to teach the kid. That'll be a good form of civil disobedience. Anyway, what's your next story, Mike?
0: Um. Well, you said that. Did you know that we had a shortage in um, uh, substitute teachers up here? What in San Francisco on Wednesday? Cause what all? The, all these teachers called in sick on the day before Thanksgiving. That there was like a massive shortage. Not only did so many people call in sick, but then also the substitute pool was small that day because potential substitutes were also planning to not be around so there was like a scramble by san francisco public schools to like double up in some cases because there weren't enough subs but that's not my news story
1: oh (laughs) i I was anticipating that was your news story so i was gonna do my obvious transitions
0: my oh no 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 uh, my news story actually, and this is uh, maybe something I didn't put in my Flipboard. I just found it kind of last minute. But up here in Vallejo, near Sacramento, a toddler is in critical condition—a two-year-old. Uh, Saturday evening, this two-year-old went to um, went fishing with his grandmother, and around 4 p.m., they got a 911 call. The kid fell into a creek, and the grandmother doesn't swim so she couldn't come go after the kid Mm -hmm. okay no big deal i I mean this is kind of a normal story but where it gets weird is this is a quote from the news story quote she told us that she usually ties a rope around his waist when she fishes down there because he's only two years old campbell said she had not done that yet and she turned around for a minute and he fell into the water the grandmother was unable to reach the boy because she could not swim did he live yeah he lived so we can make jokes we can make jokes yeah. is that not the weirdest story though she usually ties the kid up with a rope <laughs> two years old where's Vallejo at uh near kind of near sacramento area like up that in that direction it's actually where um you know uh, rod, you, rod Kyle's from
1: oh rod rod Kyles from there yeah you know she was using that kid as
0: bait <laughs> do you think so yeah Do you think that's why she ties him up, though? Yeah, that's why she ties him up on the
1: weight on the on the by the waist, and she just (laughs) drops him in the lake, and that's what she catches the fish.
0: That's how she gets the big ones. Uh huh. Oh yeah. (laughs) I feel really bad about this whole thing. Like I, of course, hope that the kid is uh, gonna recover and everything, but like, it's it's just such a weird story that a she takes this kid fishing with her all the time and she can't swim. But that she ties him up. I think, actually, this is my guess. I have no evidence of this. I don't think she usually does tie him up. She just kind of got flustered and, like, was afraid she was going to get in trouble. She was So she was like, I usually am really safe. I tie him up with a rope around the waist. But she doesn't usually do that.
1: Were any charges brought up against the, the grandma or anything? Or... Is she in it trouble?
0: No, it doesn't say anything like that. So, and I'm there was no one by
1: not. the lake where she go like, "Help! My my kid is in the lake. Someone go get him."
0: Uh, the boy was believed to be underwater for ten to fifteen minutes. Whoa, uh,
1: underwater they, for ten to fifteen minutes?
0: Yeah, and they got the there's a there was a pulse at the scene before they took him to the hospital. So it's oh. not. So he's alive and fine, and I guess this is just an accident.
1: Does he have brain damage?
0: Um. It says that it looks like he's going to recover completely. So
1: oh wow,
0: critical condition now, but things look good.
1: That must have been an awkward Thanksgiving. Here's my <laughs> question, though: Did she get any fish?
0: <laughs> she kept fishing. during yeah, the Yeah, she's entire like event. guys.
1: Ugh, this guy keeps scaring all the fish away.
0: <laughs> what she's else? She's dressed in LA? like
1: in like those yellow slickers, you know, like the Gordon's fishermen. That kid's never going to eat any other fish again, man. Good luck.
0: There was a story in LA. um, This was a couple years ago. uh, But I remember hearing about this kid who they had a big – this family had a big pot of Mm pasole, like soup. Yeah. And the pot was so big they had to put it on the floor to serve it. Mm -hmm. And so they put it on the floor. They served it. They're sitting around the table. Everyone's laughing, enjoying their soup, having a grand old time. And then a little toddler – Goes to the pot of boiling soup and falls in headfirst and dies? Oh, no. I know. But my question was, do you think that they ate the soup afterward?
1: Oh, yeah. You don't waste good pozole.
0: (laughs) I love pozole, though. Do you really?
1: It's so funny because white people love pozole, which is good. Yeah. But there's a version of just the meat's just switched out, which is menudo. Yeah. White people fucking hate menudo, man. It's It's just a different meat. Yeah. I hate it. Would you ever eat menu, though?
0: I don't think I've ever tried it. I would. It's good. What else in LA? Anything? That's it. Whoa, that was quick. Do you got anything fun and exciting next week? I never talk. I never. When I
1: make my list of things I talk about, I never think of it. Oh, I'm doing a medical experiment on Tuesday. What do you mean? They called me from my insurance company. They're like, if you come in for an hour, listen to this deal. They don't tell me what it is, though. (laughs) If I go in for an hour Mm -hmm. and participate in whatever it is, they're going to give me a $75 American Express gift card. And maybe you will glow. And I'll also have a third (laughs) arm. (laughs) Now, you won't won't be the only person with a third arm.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Stupid. Uh, this Wednesday. So that's Wednesday, you said. That's Tuesday, and then
1: um, I'm sure there's something else going on. I don't know what it is though.
0: Uh, this Wednesday, I am going to be volunteering at uh, the local uh, soup kitchen in San Francisco, St. Anthony's. We do it every year. Uh, Name droppers. Our dropper. office, our, <laughs> our office closes down, and we uh get. I mean, I'm still getting paid. Uh, but instead of working, I get to go over there and, uh, serve meals. So that should be fun. Um, second year we've done it and well, second year I've done it cause it's the second year I've worked there. I'm also going to go cologne shopping this coming weekend with what, Rod Kyle. Yeah. It's going to be like a big deal. I'm going to find the right cologne. It's, it's hard for me. I've, the past four have been very disappointing. So, um, I'm going to get a good, good, uh, bottle and then I'm also going to be filling out my holiday cards and sending those off hopefully this week. So, look
1: at you. Look do you do holiday you- cards? No, but I've been thinking about doing them. Should I do cool. any kind of special one? But I don't know. Who I'd, I'd mail it to like five people. I don't have like a long list of people I'd mail holiday cards my, to.
0: My list is really small, too like 20. My list has 20 on it, which is pretty small.
1: Uh, maybe I should make a list. Maybe it'd be more than I think. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, Mike, it was nice catching up with you.
0: Nice catching up with you, Joey. Bye-bye. Go to hell, Mike. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. Follow us on Twitter at cu podcast. Email us at guys at com Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, yeah, I mean, it, um, uh, um um um, uh g- um, 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 um,